0: Angel fans, it's Fan Mail Friday, and you asked, is the lack of free agent signings, does that have to do with Otani being gone or the past 10 seasons of being under 500 or something more? I think it might be something more. John might think the same thing. Let's talk about it, all right? It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and
1: this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you'd like to get back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here's some things that you can do. You can leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe and become a Locked On every day or we're almost at. 7,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're excited about that. And whether you're watching or listening, come on over to YouTube, leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's show is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase.
1: Thank you for being here for this Fan Mail Friday edition of Locked On Angels where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And hey, my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, just a quick reminder, we're doing shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday, full episodes of Locked On Angels during the off season, and then we'll be back to five days a week right around spring training. And so we'll keep you updated on that schedule and of course if you haven't done so already it would really help us out if you voted for us vote for Lockdown angels for best baseball podcast that link is in the episode description whether you're watching or listening head on to the episode description and get to that link mike on today's show it's a fan mail friday and right off the bat we have some questions do the angels not have any appeal do they they have appeal do they not they, have appeal? I'm turning it into have, a Seinfeld bit. They have no sex appeal? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know about that. Yeah, well, that's for sure. <laughs> My trout's pretty good looking, though. Uh, <laughs> so let, let's start with, with Stephanie on YouTube. She said, it looks to me like no upper-tier free agents that want to win now and be with a team that will be playing postseason baseball is even remotely considering the Angels. I thought playing for Wash and buying into his approach would get some interest, but so far, not so much. Uh, I would love to get your take on the reasons. Thanks for all that you do. Johnny, I honestly think that the reason why free agents aren't interested is, it's not about them not wanting to come here because we're not winning. Mm. I think it's more about the Angels deciding not to spit. I Mm. think it's more about the Angels waiting to see what's going to happen with the TV deal. I think it's more about the Angels trying to figure out the team that they have. And to your point that you made yesterday on the Quick Hits episode, I wonder if there's some inner rumblings of Artie not being there or potentially maybe turning this staff over. Who knows? Because Mm -hmm. there's not much communication. But I don't necessarily think that it has to do with, I don't think anybody wants to come here. I think it's more to do with what the front office has decided to do because we've seen players go to teams that are not great. And we use the Seager and Simeon example with the mm-hmm. Rangers from a couple of years ago. Stroman, like a,
1: Stroman went to the Cubs and they weren't great when he went there. Yeah, and Yeah, he, the he Rangers them were like a 60-win
0: team and the <laughs> yeah. Cubs weren't really great. And so I, I honestly think that it, it it's more
1: that than it is players coming here. What do you think, Johnny? Well, to your point about the Angels not doing anything, it's, it's odd to me that they've been quote-unquote tied and in communication with so many of the free agents out there and Mike it makes you wonder as an Angel fan are they just being used as leverage again as they've been used before in the past it certainly feels like that it feels like that's just rumors and they're throwing
0: in the Angel's name in fact I think it was uh uh a locked on every dayer that tweeted out when there were rumors about uh maybe Snell going to the Yankees they said, so that means he's probably not going to the Yankees, right? Because that seems to be what happens with the rumors so far this offseason.
1: And I think all of that is to say that if they've been in on guys, but then we hear they haven't made any offers, like to Teoscar Hernandez. I said this yesterday and I'll say it again. I'm not a big fan of Teoscar Hernandez. Like him coming to the team would be like a full-time DH type that I wouldn't want to see. However, knowing that they didn't even make an offer, considering that they were so linked to him. I mean, does it does it does nothing go beyond conversation? Does it not mm. go beyond the phone call? That's what it seems like to me. And so for for that to be an issue here of players wanting to be here, I think you're right. I think it's more to do with what the team is deciding or not deciding to do. But I do want to speak to Stephanie's point, one of our favorite locked on Everydayers, by the way, yeah. Stephanie. Uh, I do want to speak to her point about Ron Washington having some appeal to players who would want to come here and play for him. I think they absolutely want to come and play for Ron Washington. I just don't think that they want to be under Artie Marino. And and when it comes to Washington, it's a prove-it year. I think this is the year yeah. that he does something with this team and get us uh, excited about this team. Like I've said all along, I think he raises the floor of a lot of these guys on this team. Mike, I think they are questionably competitive, questionably competitive in the sense that yeah I think they can be good it really depends on how much Ron Washington is able to get out of the sponge of of the yeah. young core of guys and yeah. see what he can do in year 1 so perhaps there are going to be a lot of guys waiting to see what the Angels can do in year 1 same thing that happened with the Mariners the Mariners got hot and then they were able to get Robbie Ray now I know they traded him to the Giants but they Robbie Ray coming off a Cy season wanted to be in Seattle yeah. same thing with Baltimore. I think a lot of people are going to look at Baltimore and go, Ooh, I want to be part of that. Same thing with the Diamondbacks. They got some big signings and they improved on their young core because there was something worth being excited about. So, in my opinion, I think that this first year is a prove it year for the team and Ron Washington. And guys are going to watch from the outside looking in going, What's going on in Anaheim? Let me see how this yeah. year goes with Ron yeah. Washington. John, grab your bottle of hopium
0: and, and open it up with me, please. Can I use my liquid uh, death? Absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to open it up and we're going to drink some hopium. And it's something that you had talked about uh, previously on a Quick Hits episode. I mean, if you look at this team, the way that it's laid out right now, you and I and Locked On Every Dayers, we've seen these guys play. And so there's a lot of questions about their ability. There's a lot of questions like, can they, can they really perform well? All of those things. They're young mm-hmm. guys. You know, they're still growing. But if you look at this team, there really isn't a big, giant hole hmm. in the sense that first base is covered. You got a guy that has a lot of potential that reached base 29 times, right? Mm-hmm. You've got a second baseman. Let's say it's Hifo, who it seems to be like if you give him opportunity, he's going to perform. You got Zach Neto at shortstop. You do have Anthony Rendon, and if he's healthy, he's going to be fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. That's the expectation. You've got Ohapi at catcher. And if you go to the outfield, you've got Trout, and you've got Moniak, and you've got Ward, and potentially Joe Adele. Mm -hmm. Now, all of those spots are taken by pretty, pretty good players. Now, their performance hasn't shown up yet, but if you look at this team, there's a part of me that says, I wonder if, and I'm kind of digging into the brain of Perry Manassian, I'm wondering if Perry's looking at this team going, that's why I made the trade for Moniac and it's why I made the trade for Ohapi, so that we could solidify some pieces. And I'm going to let these guys do what they can do. We also talk about like the starting rotation. Truthfully, why can't Sandoval and Detmers and Canning and Silseth and Anderson? Why why can't they be a strong five starting rotation? Mm-hmm. I get the the history. The history fights against what I've just said, but. If you if you drink the hopium, there might be a world where these guys find themselves performing to the level that I think everybody expected them to perform at.
1: Yeah. Well, and Mike, you said history shows us what history? A year of history? A bad season for Tyler Anderson when he's had sure not he didn't have electric dodger seasons every year of his career. Sure, but he's a he's a three five guy, a three point eight ERA guy. Like a sub-4 yeah. ERA, I'll take that, right? Well, and Sandoval, right? Sandoval two years ago was a
0: sub-3 ERA yeah. and looked fantastic out so there. I, I and think so a lot of that's a good point. bias. Yeah, that's a very good point. I agree with you on that one.
1: I, I want to make this point too with the bullpen. I think that that is an area in which the Angels have some needs still. Yes, uh, yeah. But the guys who are there that I think that we can look forward to, Ben Joyce, Sam Bachman, Estevez, uh, Soriano, it's a good good group to build around. I think they're counting on a bounce back season from Adam Simber, who was pretty injured. He yeah. seems to think that he's going to do well this year. Um, yeah. This kind of ties into Torrid's question. Torrid from YouTube, another favorite locked on every day. Everybody's our favorite, but but Torrid always asks good questions. <laughs> we like Want to know if you think Otani is leaving the Angels as soured free agents from coming here, or mm. is it the problem that or is the problem the Angels' history for the last ten years, or do you think they've not been soured? at all this has to be one of the worst off seasons i can think of and i've been a fan since 1979 mike is it the fact that otani left is it the recent 10 years or maybe it's not a problem at all we made some points in our in just the previous discussion about like
0: these players i think that there might be some excitement about the potential of what these players could do and that they could get back to who they are and maybe even grow a little bit john i i really look at the crop of free agents and i go Eh, nobody's really it's impressive. Not a great offseason after no. Otani, yeah, and even Yamamoto, right? right? After those guys, there isn't really anybody that's like a world changer. Like you, you sign a Trey Turner, and then he hit seven home runs in seven games for you, right? Like right last year, all the shortstops that were available, they were super interesting, but after Yamamoto and after Otani, there isn't anyone that is a world changer here. And I know the Cy Young Award winner was Blake Snell, but quite honestly, Blake Snell feels like in the years that he hasn't won the Cy Young he feels like a Patrick Sandoval. He feels like a number three, right? He doesn't feel like he's going to really make a huge impact in any sort of rotation. And then when you think about like an impact hitter, there's Cody Bellinger, but there's a lot of questions about him. And I think he would only add more questions to this Angel team. Like, could he be the guy that he was with the Dodgers? Or will he be the guy that he was before he left the Dodgers? Or will he be the guy that he was with the Cubs? A lot of questions. Do you want to give that guy $200 million? Mm I don't know. I, I understand why there's a bit of hesitancy so I don't think it's because Otani's not here I don't think it's because the last 10 years I'm sure that that's a part of the discussion I don't think that that's completely put off but I do think that the 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 greater issue is there really isn't anybody out there they're like oh that guy let's do whatever we
1: can to get that guy right and I think that that plays into next season because the free agent class is so much better next season it is frustrating though Mike to that point that we're going to sit here on our hands with another year of Mike Trout going down the drain. And you're hoping that he has a great 2024. But are we back to where we started before we got into the Troutani stuff? Because before that, it was, well, Trout's got nobody around him to help him out. I I really hope that the young guys can step up this season, stay on the field, stay healthy, and get full seasons out of those guys. Because that's another thing that we haven't seen very much of is we only got Sean Well for 29 games. We got Neto for about half the season. We got Ohapi for 50 games or so. So I think that that's also a big question mark as well. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen every single day. We're just getting started here with your Fan Mail Friday questions. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, if Artie ends up selling, would it be a downgrade depending on the next owner? Would the next Mm. owner be even worse? Well, we're going to get into all of that coming right up.
0: Locked on Angels is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Game Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. There's all-in prices and they show up in your total Right up front, so that you know what you're getting, the deal that you're getting. There's no hidden fees, which I love. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps, and you're set. And game time, they are obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. They have deals on tickets right up until the start of the event. And in some cases, even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find those last minute tickets. You can have uh, exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for all kinds of sports concerts comedy theater and more and then they have zone deals johnny and with the zone deal you can pick the section and then game time picks the seats and there's an average savings about of about 18 percent and you know we love that we love going to concerts love going to you know sporting events all of that stuff but then you get some savings Cause game time helps you out. I love that. And then the game time guarantee means you're always gonna get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and in the same row for less, then game time will notice that as well. And they'll credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the app right now, create an account, Use our promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Some terms do apply. Again, create an account and use our promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You get $20 off. Download to Game Time right now. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed.
1: It's a Locked On Podcast Network where it's your team every single day. Hey, Locked On Everydayers, don't forget to join Locked On Sports today on YouTube because it's the first ever 24-7 national sports event streaming channel. You can just turn that on and just go to work and do your thing and just have it on all day long because they're covering all the top stories of the day around the sports world with the local experts of Locked On plus the national shows as well. So head on over to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and be part of the first ever 24-7 national sports streaming channel. All right, Johnny, here's the question that you teased in the last segment
0: from Anthony on YouTube. Following the sell the team narrative, are you guys, John and I, are we worried at all that a new owner will result in maybe like an Oakland A's type of owner? Mm-hmm. Even if it's not that extreme, uh, Anthony says he's not an Artie fan, but at least he spends some money. Mm-hmm. There has been some worry that getting a new owner could be an ownership downgrade, which I think is a is a legitimate concern. Mm-hmm. However, when Artie put the team up for sale, one of the rumored guys that was interested was Joe Lackham from the Mm -hmm. Golden State Warriors. And that dude spends money. Yeah. And that wouldn't have been a downgrade at all. And he's also somebody that lets his basketball people do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. He creates a space for them to get who they need to get. It's why Steph Curry has been there for as long as he's been there. And they built a team around him. And why Steve Kerr has been there for as long as he's been there. And so, honestly, I don't necessarily think that it would be a downgrade because, John, as much as we watch this team and cheer for this team and we're frustrated with this team. Buying the Angels would be a great investment and a great Mm. purchase. And the number one reason why is because it would be so easy to make this team competitive. Yeah, It's not like you have to go, man, I don't know why it's not working. You and I, who are not baseball people, never owned a team, we've never made decisions for baseball people except on MLB The Show. Like, we know... How to fix this? Like we've seen some of the things that you can do. And then there's those everydayers who are baseball people who have been in the baseball world. They know how to how to solve this. And so, gosh, it just seems like it's so simple. And with all the rumored names like Joe Lackham, I don't think it'd be a downgrade at all. I think, in fact, we would be really excited, and that person could come in and spend, you know,
1: on a pitcher. And we would be like, right. all right. You know? And Mike spending to Anthony's point, spending has never been the problem. Yeah. It's how right. the money is being spent. Yes. And, and it's not spent in ways that invest in the long term. It's not spent in ways that crank out superstar players because they're coming up from your minor leagues. Let me, let me just start at the top here and break it down. First of all, I think somebody who's willing to spend two and a half to $3 billion on this franchise. Cause I think that's where the evaluations will come out to should they sell again Yeah, yeah. they're going to want to make this profitable nobody nobody's going to buy a business without the intention of making it profitable and an owner who understands that spending money to make money is a key principle of ownership i think that that is ingrained in every businessman right. right so right. The, the fact that winning equals profit which already has seen he won all through the 2000s decade and there was a lot of profits there. They boosted attendance. They did all kinds of stuff. They got to the playoffs a ton of times from 2002 to 2009. So how do you win, Mike? You add free agents, and you add those pieces to surround your core of players that are going to be here for the long haul, and the truth is the Angels have that. They have guys like Ohapi and Neto and Sean Owell and Silseth and Detmers, even Trout. Even Trout's going to be here mm-hmm. for the long haul. you got to have yep. your veterans on a team as well. But here's here's my point. Investing in the minors equals cheap and valuable players who help you win. And even John Fisher, who everybody is calling for to sell the team, even John Fisher has seen that. And the way the A's develop players and draft players, they brought up some studs over the years. We just talked about the fact that Sean Murphy and And uh, Matt Olson with the Braves, like you watch and see all the A's around the league and you're like, man, that could have been such a great team for a long time. The problem with John Fisher is, is he doesn't want to pay the guys when it comes time to pay the guys. And so that's their problem. And that's the way that they're trying to save money. But, you know, there's certainly a lot of interest in even the Oakland A's and and by all accounts, the Las Vegas A's from other owners like even Joe Lockup has said that he would like to buy the A's but Fisher is not interested in selling and then there was a couple of questions on our comment section about you know why would anybody want to buy this team when they're not competitive well competitiveness is not the reason anybody is going to buy a team yeah The, the future potential and the money that is on the table in front of you that's why anyone starts a business or wants to buy a business and We've seen the proof, Mike, and the results of of losing seasons because there's 500 million less people coming through the gates at Angel Stadium every single year since they reopened because even with the draw of Otani and, and the giveaways and the bobbleheads and all that stuff, they can't get to 3 million anymore. And yeah. that used to be the standard for the Angels for the last 10 years, even when they were bad from 2016 to 2019. They're still bringing in 3 million fans. And so all of that adds up to the fact that if a new owner comes in they are not going to put down two and a half to $3 billion for this team to fail. I believe that they'll come in with an understanding of you got to spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. You got to invest in the minor leagues. There are, there are ways to quote unquote cheap out and still be really good. And I think the A's are an example of that because everybody needs a good minor league system. You got to constantly have good guys coming through your system. And so to me, I think that would be the first investment. That I would make. Uh, how about this question, Mike from Spider in July on YouTube? They said if Artie was willing to go over the luxury tax in order to win, would the Angels be the ones with Shohei and Yamamoto and possibly even Glass? Now it seems odd that Artie didn't pay up for his ultimate money maker when he could have landed under the tax. Did Shohei tell the Angels that he thinks he can get Yamamoto to join and he wanted a commitment? To win. So just for some context here, Mike, Shohei's contract structured with the Dodgers puts them on the hook for 46 million toward the luxury tax. The Angels have about 70 million even after some of the arbitration stuff that got done yesterday. Before they hit that first luxury tax, that would have put them at about 24 million before hitting that first threshold. And even if they kept Otani, they would still be 24 million under that. That's not a lot of room to play with. Yeah. But you have to imagine a world where if Artie was willing to go over the luxury tax, then he could have landed Otani and Yamamoto and Glass now, right? Yeah, I I <laughs> I was gonna say sure, but when you're thinking about. Artie Moreno,
0: this is the guy that said that Otani is, you know, gosh, top five, top ten all time. Yeah. Right? And so, no, no, no.
1: in the league.
0: In the league, yeah. He's a, and top so, five,
1: he's a top ten player in the league. Are you right, kidding me?
0: Right. And so I honestly don't think that it had anything to do with the luxury tax, Spider. I think it had everything to do with what Artie had planned on doing, and I don't think that he was comfortable giving Otani $30 million in arbitration last year. Mm-hmm. I think that he sees players, and specifically... Somebody like Otani, who's a pitcher, he sees pitchers as not valuable. And for some reason that's in his brain and that's been communicated in, in, in a few different ways. And well, so, they don't play
1: every day, Mike. Right. And, stupid
0: and then there's Shohei who plays all the time, even right. when he's hurt, right? And so I don't think it had anything to do with any of those things. I just think it had to do with what Artie was going to do. Quite honestly, I wonder if, because of the negative narrative that's around this team, I wonder if Artie is kind of just like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever the heck I want to do. I'm going to do whatever, mm. the, I'm going to sign whoever I want. You know, I mean, I don't know what kind of attitude or he not has. not sign
1: whoever he wants. Right.
0: I think and there might be an attitude, behind it but i don't necessarily think if they were going to go over the luxury tax they could
1: have gotten all of those guys because i don't think they wanted to i don't think they wanted to do that mm-hmm. at all well in, in my opinion mike i i don't think that they have any foresight to understand yeah that going over the luxury tax for shohei otani is not the end of the world um because you make that money back Absolutely. what in two years tops like any sure. any penalties that you incur for going over the luxury tax for shohei otani and yamamoto and all that you make that money right back. And right. it's it's not a problem. And to me, I just it's so frustrating that nobody really seems to have the foresight to go, you know what, this is a good investment. Yeah. And and I'm fine. Like I'm actually, as a longtime Angel fan, I'm very interested to see what happens with these young guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine that Otani is with the Dodgers. But at the same time, I have to look at what the front office did and just go, you guys. Do you not think about no. past your hand? Like, do you no. not think about what's what you're yeah. having for breakfast tomorrow? There is, <laughs> a, there is a way to
0: make money, right? You you make money by spending money and you expand things, or there's a way to make money and you pinch every penny. And that seems to be what the Angels do right now. They like to pinch every penny, and they're not thinking anything outside of that. They're not seeing beyond beyond their hand, to mm-hmm. your point.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, the lack of foresight is certainly frustrating with this team.
0: You don't have to have lack of foresight because you can join FanDuel right hey. now. They're a sponsor of this show. And FanDuel is somebody that will help you win some money and have some foresight. So you you can bet $5. Then when you bet, whether you win or lose, FanDuel is going to give you 150 bucks in bonus bets. Just like that. That's, even that's, if even if I lose, that's how that's how much they love you. <laughs> so you you should download the FanDuel app right now. <laughs> this is a favor to all
1: Angel fans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Super easy to use. So many different ways to bet. They've got same game parlays. You can go to the Parlay Hub, one of the best ways to find popular parlays. You can find bets in the Explore tab. And if you're new to this. FanDuel's uh, app actually explains all of this stuff as well. So visit FanDuel.com slash on to make your first bet. And remember that FanDuel is the official betting partner of the NFL.
1: And today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Logic's Credit Union. Listen, the best lineup of, in the LA area right now, it's not any team that you're familiar with. It's the nope. lineup of auto loans at Logic. They start off at the top with one of my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. Mike, that's kind of like a Mike Trout, wouldn't you say? Proven Absolutely. Proven and dependable. Yeah. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big-time bucks. Next up, they've got an exciting new rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. Maybe you're thinking Logan O'Hoppy. He's kind of the new <laughs> rookie sensation comparable to what Logics has going on. And then rounding out their lineup, they've got the auto... Right, refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you can lower your monthly payments and get on the road to owning your car faster. Seriously, nobody is going to beat this lineup at Logic. So visit your local Logic's branch right here in the LA area and let one of their amazing team members help you, or just apply in minutes online at Logic'sBanking.com/car. That's L-O-G-I-X-Banking.com/car. John uh, John Rodney,
0: that's a good first name, by the way. John uh, John Rodney hey, on John? YouTube had uh, a few questions, and so we're going to summarize each of those questions. Uh, here, here's the here's the first few. He said, "How do the Angels prep for games?" Second question was, "What improvements have been made to the medical staff, considering Trout and Otani had to hire their own?" to to help them, Mm -hmm. Uh, how current is the technology being used to live up to the demands of the game right now? So Johnny, Mm -hmm. why don't you hit us with the first question? How do the Angels prep for games?
1: Well, this has been a frustrating point of contention for us, especially in the two years that we've been doing Lockdown Angels, Yeah, is we've we've heard different things from all the different managers. And one thing that really stood out to us, Mike, was Joe Madden didn't have the guys taking batting practice every day. And so, you know, they would hit in the cages inside, but when they're struggling at the plate and they're not taking BP every day, it's like, well, then what are you doing to improve? What are you doing to, yeah. to help in that area? We heard a lot from Phil Nevin over the course of last year about how these the, these guys come in prepared every day. You know, they're prepared. Well, we've often questioned on this show, what does that prep look like? Phil? <laughs> yeah, because give me a definition. <laughs> if you're playing with a slinky and that's your definition of of prepared, then sure they might be prepared to play Slinky, but that's not (laughs) that's not gonna help you on the field. So Mike, I think with Ron Washington and the new coaching staff, I think that you can expect things to get better in terms of pregame prep because we've actually seen video of Ron Washington out there working with players and it's inspiring. It's exciting. I know that he's not the infield coach, but he's definitely gonna have a hand in making this team really good in 2024 that's why we're excited about what he brings to the table because he's got a track record and we've seen it and there's proof of it right
0: yeah the second question was about the medical staff and the angels have let go of their medical staff training staff and a lot of guys and they've hired new ones according to reports from earlier in the offseason perry has made it very clear that this was an area that they were going to address it was an area of need problem is it's we just don't know if it's uh, being addressed, right? I like we, we I just hope hurt it's my, true.
1: I just hurt my oblique. Oh,
0: <laughs> You're out for the season. I'm out and for the season. That's the thing. He, You can tell he was frustrated and wanted to address this. Yeah. And so they have made some in-house changes. I, I guess it's just a matter of like what will happen this year. And and you know what? There is some luck to this as well when it comes to some of these players. Sure. And, you know, some teams are going to have guys that are going to be healthy. Like, like Marcus Simeon played every single game last year, <laughs> no. right? And so what happened this year? I, I, I don't know. But I think with this team, I don't think that Ohapi is going to play just 50 games. I think he's going to be in there for a while. Same thing with Zach Neto. And the trends would say that Mike Trout with the DH spot is going to be able to play a whole lot more as well. So w- the, the story is, the reports are, that they've made some significant moves in the medical department.
1: Uh, how current is the technology being used? Well, the one thing that you and I have praised Perry for is the fact that He's hired a lot of guys from driveline over his tenure, which is where tons of players go to get better at pitching and hitting and get hooked up to the machine and see how their throws are going and whatnot. And so we're hopeful that when he hired those driveline guys that they bring their driveline wisdom and experience and maybe even some technology that the Angels are implementing. There doesn't seem to be any indication or guarantees of that, but it does seem like Perry has made – an effort with guys like Bill Hesel, who was assistant pitching coach last year. And he was the former pitching coordinator at driveline. So uh, by all accounts, it seems like Hesel is still part of the organization. And I will say that those hires, maybe they weren't best suited in like a assistant pitching coach role, but if they're behind the scenes and working with the player development department, I think that's a big win for the angels Kurt on
0: YouTube wants to know about Joe Adele and will he be the fourth outfielder this Mm. year or does he get traded to maybe fill in a position a roster position because Adele is out of options so he thinks we should play him or we should trade him or see what we can get in return what do you think Johnny
1: Mike I think that you got to play Joe Adele and you gotta give him a chance this is the year let it happen there's not anything on the line here uh no expectations because I I truly believe he worked out a lot of his mental issues in terms of playing the game last year. Because yep. we've seen him come up and play the outfield. He played all three positions really well. I think that that's a criticism that will go away in 2024. I'm interested to see if his bat will translate from AAA to the majors. Maybe not at the same capacity. But I do think that it's worth giving Joe Adele a spot on mm-hmm. this team. Having him in the, in the outfield at certain points whether it's uh, the fourth outfielder or he's filling in for each of the guys and moving all over the field, I think that this is the, the year for him to uh, step up and do that. He
0: feels like a young Jorge Soler. Like, he feels like a mm. guy who can come in there with maybe a low batting average but hit, hit for a lot of power. I could yeah. see the end of the year. I could see Joe Adele hitting in the 220s, 230s, let's say, but with 25 to 30, maybe even 35 home runs and mm. 75 to 80 RBIs, and he's rotated in the outfield and he's rotated in that DH spot. So I think you got to give him a shot, Johnny. Plus let's, let's remind the listeners and viewers that he's a young man that he's he has not been around for a very, very long time. Right. It feels Even like he feels been around like it <laughs> forever, but he's a young dude and he's starting to develop into his body and get his head head right. And so I think you got to play him and see what you got.
1: Mike, last question comes from Quincy on YouTube. We actually had a lot of questions about this. Your thoughts on Trevor Bauer in the Halos pitching rotation. What do you say, Mike?
0: It, it would be easy to go after the off-the-field off, off the field stuff. But I don't want to dehumanize anybody. I don't want to go after anybody's character. I know that there has been reports out there like he, he was innocent, all of those things. Quite honestly, John, if you look at him just as a baseball player, I can see why people would really want him on this team simply mm-hmm. because he was a good pitcher when he was in the major leagues and he did well when he was in the foreign leagues. My concern for Trevor Bauer is his is his head and and where mm-hmm. he, where he's at because remember before he was even traded to the Dodgers and 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 left with the Guardians remember him chucking the ball in the, the, the baseball field? Yeah. yeah and then looking at his manager and going sorry and and so it feels like a lot of intrusive thoughts don't get yeah. stopped in his head and so right. I, I I mean let's look at like Patrick Sandoval and how frustrated we've been with him when he throws a fit on the mound. Yeah, Do we really want another pitcher like that, I guess Mm. is is, is the question. And Bauer's been out for a couple of years now. And what will it translate for him to come back? Will he need a year to kind of figure it out? And do we want him to figure it out on our team? I think if we're going to stand pat or make small moves like we're making, it wouldn't make sense to bring Mm -hmm. Trevor Bauer onto this team. And then if there is the off the field stuff that is kind of chaotic, it just seems like you're bringing this guy into a team that is young and trying to figure some things out. Although I think Wash would be a good manager for him, he probably could maybe get him on the right track would be great. And Bauer probably would be on, on his best behavior. But I think it was was it Jim Bowden that said that Bauer's done yeah. and and said that he probably won't get a get a starting spot. So as a fan, I don't know if I would be really excited to have him come over because I don't necessarily think that it's an
1: additive for a team that has no expectations. For a team that has as much nonsense as it already has my opinion is let's not add more nonsense to the equation next year and just let the young guys have their team, right? Yeah. Hey, thanks for making
0: Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every day is make your second listen, the Locked On Sports Today channel on YouTube. It's a 24 seven channel covering top sports stories of the day with our local experts of Locked On like John and I and our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube, hit subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel.
1: Give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, don't forget to vote for us for Best Baseball Podcast. The link is in the episode description. Mike, real quick, what do we have on deck for Monday's show? Was anyone thrilled with
0: the 2001 team as they were entering 2002? (laughs) Okay. Was anyone, right? So on Monday, what we're going to do is compare the Angels that finished that 01 team, that finished the 01 year, to the guys on the 2023 roster and determine if Maybe it's time to let the young ones play, and maybe we can be pleasantly surprised like a Jared Washburn 18-win
1: season in 2002. Mm.
0: That came out of nowhere. (laughs)
1: We'll talk about that on Monday on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to that conversation. We hope you have a great weekend. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here, friends, and we'll see you back here on Monday.